Hey, I've got a cold open apology this time. I had some technical difficulties during this recording, so I didn't notice when a little bit of electrical noise started creeping in partway through. Now, it's not that distracting, but I believe that you, the listener, deserve the best listening experience that a free podcast can buy, so I wanted to give you a formal apology. And now that that's done, uh, let's start the show! Hello! 欢迎来到 Mandarin Slang Guide, MSG, the Chinese learning podcast that tastes great and probably isn't all that bad for you. I'm Josh Ogden Davis, bringing you some words and perspectives that aren't in your textbook. And today I'm here with a very special guest, Johnny. Hi, Johnny. Hey, how's it going? It's going pretty well. How about you? Not bad, not bad. Excellent. That's well above average for this year that we're living in. Mm-hmm. So I first met Johnny on Twitter, and what really attracted me to his account was that he was tweeting about teaching Mandarin through video games. Mm-hmm. And I, just a couple weeks ago, finally had time to look at some of your streams. Very choice. Love them a lot. But I'm very curious. What do you do? I'm actually a game developer. I am a product manager for a video game company, mm-hmm. Standing Stone Games. We uh, make Lord of the Rings Online and Dungeons and Dragons Online. Well, that's you. Yeah. I've played your games before. I didn't know. Those are the two products I'm currently on. So playing games has just always been a part of what I've been doing for like the last nearly a decade, I guess. What led you to want to play Chinese video games for a non-Chinese speaking audience? I guess part of it was I was talking to a lot of people about how video game industry, we don't really have a lot of representative games. Mm. A lot of the stories are, for lack of a better term, like Eurocentric. Hmm. They're always like, you know, white dudes who are like the hero who is telling things from like the story of like a European point of view. Mm. But like the thing is, there's a lot of other games that are being made like in other countries that for budget reasons, it's really hard to localize a game, especially when there's a lot of story behind it and then like bring it over and then market it Mm -hmm. and to get traction to make it a profitable venture. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to show you guys that, yeah, we've had like franchises that are just as long running as like Final Fantasy Mm -hmm. and we make a lot of really cool games. And I just felt like I'm just going to start playing them. And if people want to learn some Chinese along the way, then that's cool too. That's fantastic. And by the way, I do want to learn some Chinese along the way. You mentioned that a lot of the games are highly Eurocentric, and you're working on Lord of the Rings and Dungeons and Dragons, two famously Eurocentric titles. Mm -hmm. Are there some big differences between Eurocentric games and possibly a Chinese-developed game? Like, is there anything that would jump out and surprise me as someone who's used to Eurocentric games? I guess a lot of it would just be general genre-style stuff, right? Mm. Like... The two games that I've uh, really played a lot when I was growing up was Shenzhen uh, Qi Sha Zuan. That was one of the ones that was on my uh, Twitch for a while. Mm-hmm. And that's like a very like Xinxia genre. And that popularized that genre. So when you have people who talk about like The Untamed on Netflix, like that's in the same vein of like high fantasy, like magic style stuff. And then mm-hmm. you have the wuxia genre, which is from like Louis Cha and all of his works. And there's like Gu Long and a whole bunch of other people. Mm-hmm. He actually had some games that were like an Iskai game where the main character is teleported to his world and you 
are you given very few clues hmm. except that your goal is to find like the 14 works that he has and then like find a way home. But the problem with that game is unless you've read his books, mm-hmm. you really don't know like the intercharacter relationships hmm. between the people and how to recruit them and like who's good and who's evil. And it's a giant mess that was not <laughs> easily marketed to not fans of Lewis Cha's works. And there's a lot of explanation, like to understand how the game systems work, as like you have to understand like the cultural nuances and like basically the whole like background of like wuxia and like xinxia and how like God forbid me say it was like how chi works. Because I'm (laughs) (sighs) speaking of is just like oh my god, I'm just like. the unexpected hot word for 2020 like i didn't watch the mulan movie and then like when i saw like (laughs) some people tweet about it i was like all right we're just gonna take this i'm just gonna shove it somewhere in the corner yeah like that's a whole nother subject of like wuxia (laughs) and like the fantasy and how like i guess the concept of it works Mm -hmm. it's very different than magic but people make it like that yeah, two words that you've mentioned a lot is wuxia and uh, xianxia. And these are two, you could say that in a way, these are like two different kinds of Chinese fantasy, whereas like uh, wuxia is what we might think of as like a sort of a kung fu movie, but also has yeah, some yeah. supernatural elements to it. And xianxia is more of like a magical uh, demons and mm-hmm. wizards and whatever have you sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But in English, we just have this word fantasy. Mm-hmm. But even though that's such a general word, we have such a specific take on it. Like a wizard is a specific thing Mm -hmm. and a dragon is a specific thing Mm -hmm. that doesn't exist in other cultures, conceptions of these sorts of fictions. And I do want to do a whole episode on, on, on wuxia and xianxia at some point, Mm -hmm. but today is not that day, my friend. (laughs) Uh, You mentioned at the beginning, one of the games that you played when you were a kid, what was that game? Uh, like fairy sword mm-hmm. um right it's hard to translate isn't it it sort of is yes <laughs> it sounds really cool in chinese though yeah what would it w- w- walk me through that and what would that be in english so xianjian is like xian is like fairy or like some sort of like immortal mm-hmm. so the eight immortals like uh the baxian right that's like the eight immortals like that's the same character mm-hmm. and jian is sword so it's like fairy sword like immortal sword or something and she is like i guess it would be like she quite but it's more like something unimaginable like yeah it's like something that's like it's hard to describe and then sha is like well let's just sha is like a whole nother like concept <laughs> that is just like well it's like an honorable person but not really it's like huh. and it's the story so in english the rough translations they've given it are either the legend of sword and fairy not bad, but that sounds very Western fantasy to me. Like I can imagine, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm I'm seeing Link in a forest pulling the Master Sword, and there's a little fairy buzzing around his head. Like that's mm-hmm. the image it conjures for me. Here's the other one they gave it was Chinese Paladin, and I'm just mm. like, oh, <laughs> yeah. So when I when I'm streaming, I just call it the Legend of Sword and Fairy, and just be like, we're we're just gonna call it this mm-hmm. and live with it because I don't have a better translation for it. Speaking of which, before we get into this, if people want to find you online and watch your streams, how can they find you? Uh, I tweet a lot about game stuff on my Twitter at Orange Peel Panda. Mm-hmm. And on Saturdays, at some point in time, I like to stream for like about an hour of these games. I was doing Shenzhen, but it was kind of 
this will be my fourth playthrough of it. Mm -hmm. And then Genshin Impact happened. So, and it's a Chinese game. Mm -hmm. And it has a lot of good Chinese writing. I just tweeted about it earlier that Hmm. they're literally using like Cheng Yu, which is something that. Chinese learners know that if you want to impress someone, you got to drop these things, man. Like when you drop these things, people are like, oh, 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 you know your stuff, right? Yeah. So they start doing that stuff. And I was doing a quest where it's like a freaking puzzle. And they even like use like classical Chinese style stuff for this puzzle. I'm like, dude, my brain is not in the mood to try to do this right now. Hmm. So where do you stream? Uh, on Twitch. Also at Orange Peel Panda. All right. So on Twitter or on Twitch, Orange Peel Panda, all one word, right? Yep. All one word. Awesome. All right. Now, I feel a little bit like we did a bait and switch because we spent the whole intro talking about fantasy mm-hmm. or uh, xianxia or, or, or um, wuxia. But the genre that I think we're going to spend most of our time talking about today is a, a different genre altogether. Mm-hmm. We're going to be talking about MOBAs or multiplayer online battle arenas not because they're cooler or better than other games but because in my personal experience anyway those are so popular uh, at least in china Mm -hmm. that a lot of these words and phrases that players of mobas use bleed into real life yeah so the the big moba in china is um wang zhe rong yao Yep, Wangzhe Rongyao, yep, yep, yep. Commonly translated as Glory of Kings. But like a, a, a MOBA that might be more familiar to people from the West would be like League of Legends mm-hmm. or Dota. Yep, yep. So we're going to break this up into three different sets of words. First, we have some words that people might use in the chat uh, as players are talking to each other. Mm-hmm. Then we're going to talk about some of the, the roles that you have. Because if you haven't played a MOBA before, it's a team game, and everyone in the team has a, a specific role they're supposed to fill. And these roles sort of seem to crop up in conversation from time to time. And at the end, this is something you brought up that I never even thought about. Some of the characters from League of Legends, a distinctly non-Chinese game, have been given Chinese nicknames that are interesting or fascinating for various reasons. So we'll go through some of those. Yeah. Those are really fun. When you sent me a list of them, I looked at that list. I was just laughing for a while because it's, um, I don't even know how to describe it. It's like I, I'm taking a peek into a nerd culture that I, I never knew existed. <laughs> yeah. All right. So let's start with some of the the slang that players might use with each other. Yeah. So this is one that we may even have talked about on the podcast before, but it's really heavily tied to gaming. And it's the character Kung. Mm. How would you describe what Kung means? It just means whole. Like, it, it just means whole, but uh, I my I actually haven't seen this used in a MOBA, but I don't really play with other Chinese players when I play MOBAs. Ah. Um, in colloquial speak, though, if someone says, Ni bei keng le, mm. means someone took advantage of you, mm. right? Yeah, it's like uh, someone shoved you in a hole. Someone trapped you. Yeah, or like dug a hole out of you. I don't know. <laughs> oh, really? Dug a hole out of you? I never thought about it that way. Like, it's like, uh, it's like a lot of work and exhausting, right? Uh, it's like it costs a lot. Uh, this very, this is very whole. Yep. This is very pit. It just yeah. means like, this is, this is going to really suck. And you yep. can also say like a, a person, huh. you never heard that before? No. Uh, see, oh. I'm learning something too. Now, here's the thing. I learned my Mandarin in China mm-hmm. and you are Taiwanese, correct? 
So we have maybe a little bit of a dialect difference, which mm-hmm. is a weird thing for me to say since I'm, I'm not a native speaker. No, there's slang differences for sure. Yeah. And when I play, I used to play Wang Zhou Rongyao a lot mm-hmm. um, because I'm a cool guy who has a great social life. And um, players would call other players Kung. Oh, ni hao Kung eh. Yeah. Like if one okay, player on the team now. is really bad and like yep. they're, they're pulling the team back. Yep. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it means it cost me too much. <laughs> Me and Kung is like, you're costing me everything. You're costing me my win. You're costing me my gold. Yeah. That's hilarious. Okay. All right. Yeah. And also, when I was doing marketing work, sometimes we would say that, mm-hmm. uh, like, uh, the, this project, it's just, it's a lot of work. It's really tiring. There's no benefit. We just hate this. It's, it's so Kung. Yep. All right. And along those lines, there's another one. Which I find particularly colorful. Uh, <laughs> have you heard this before? You're laughing, so I assume you have. Yep. Yep. Can you break that down for me? So, zhu is just pig. Yeah. Zhu yang is like just like a pig. Mm. So, you can actually take this apart and be like, like you're a dog, right? Or like, mm. like you can replace, like, mm. the, the sentence structure here is, and then like X and then Yang means like just like. Mm. Right. And it doesn't always have to be an animal. You can just be like Yang is like just like your dad. <laughs> yeah. You can say that. But like Zhu Yang the is like, dude, this team is just like a pig. So you're just like someone who's just like a pig and just like eating up everything. Yeah. So Duyo at the end, Dui is from Tuan Dui, so it means team. Team, yep. And Yo is like Peng Yo, friend. Yep. yep so yep. Duyo is it literally Team friend, but it's teammate. <laughs> so Chui Yang the Duyo is teammates that are like pigs. Yep. Pigs are funny because in English, I don't think there's any positive connotation to a pig at all. But in Chinese, it's very two-sided. Like yeah. pigs can often be seen as cute. Mm-hmm. So it can represent very cute or innocent. But in this context, it means completely worthless. Just like yep. you have this team of five and four of them are just, you know, covered in armor big swords, and there's just a pig right there who can't do anything. That's a Zhui Yang de Duyo. Yep. It's like you're just not doing anything. You just, just might as well just might as well not have you. Yeah. That's basically what it is. So when someone says, it means you're not carrying your own weight. Mm. Has anyone ever called you a Zhui Yang de Duyo? Because they've called me that before. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, I'm like so bad at MOBA sometimes. It's just <laughs> like, well, I know I'm doing bad. Sorry, guys. Yeah. I've had a friend put their phone down and look at me and say, I'm not going to play this with you again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. MOBAs uh, tend to be like that sometimes. Very competitive. Yeah. Yep. Here's another one that I've seen. And to be honest, I'm not sure if this one came from games. Actually, honestly, I'm not sure if any of these came from games first or if they came into games, mm-hmm. but they're all things that I hear a lot when I'm playing games in China. Mm. This one is man xie fu huo. Now, hold on. I'm never sure if the xie is xie or xue. I, I think that's a regional difference. Some people say xue. Some people say xie. Mm. I say xie, but I've definitely heard people say xue. Interesting. So because this is Mandarin slang guide, and no one's getting grades for this, mm-hmm. just know it can be either of them. <laughs> and it might be a regional thing. So man xie fu huo, what does that mean? It means uh, full life revival. So did someone get a res and res at full life or what? Ah. Like maybe you just like feel rejuvenated after like a weekend or something. Like I could see that being used, I guess. Yeah, I, I, that's the context I've heard it used in. 
uh, outside of the game. So these four characters, man is full or complete, mm-hmm. and xie or xue means blood, literally, yep. which is often used to talk about HP in games. Yep. Like if I'm a man xie, mm-hmm. that means I'm full blood, or wo mei xie la, means I... It means you're dead. I'm, I'm out of blood, <laughs> I have no HP, I gotta I got run away. Uh-huh. And then fu huo is to revive, so yep. man xie fu huo means to be revived mm-hmm. completely with, with your full blood. Like you mentioned, like a weekend. Yeah. Someone's like, hey, how was your weekend? He was like, hey, oh. Mm-hmm, so, well, my weekend was great. I came back with full health. Mm-hmm. Oh, another thing on 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 shit. I just wanted to toss in here. Bu xie. Ah. So bu like mi bu means to heal. Like bu xie, get that bu xie. Right, that's to heal. Right. So if sometimes you heal someone. Yeah, bu xie, bu xie is like heal me. <laughs> Very good to know. So if you're playing yeah. a MOBA and someone's saying bu xie, bu xie, and you yeah. think they're saying bu xie, like you're welcome, and then. <laughs> You won't heal them, and they will say that you are very kung. They yeah. will say that you are a jui yep. yang de duyo. Yep. I, I think there's one more, right? There's one really fun word that I think uh, we could talk about. It's called miao, like the second. Ah, yeah. Right? So when you're playing MOBA and you get, like, insta-killed, right? When you just get, like, deleted instantly, that's what's <laughs> called, like, the the phrase for that is bei miao. Ah. Right? It, like, happens in a second. And this phrase is also used when you're, like, Buying concert tickets or buying like limited edition stuff. Huh. So when a concert, like a really hot concert comes out, right? Concert gets bei miao le. Ah. Right? Mun piao bei miao le. It's like when all tickets get sold instantly. Mun piao bei miao le. So mun piao is ticket and mm-hmm. bei is, indicates the passive voice and miao le is using second as in a measure of time as a verb. Like it was seconded. It was gone in a second. Mun yeah. Mun piao bei, bei miao le. Yep. Nice. And if I'm playing a game and someone kills me, it's just like, ah, bei miao la. Bei miao la. Would you say it like that? Yeah. Ah, bei miao la. Like, we just get insta-killed, ah, bei miao la. It's just like, well, you're screwed. It happens. Nothing you can do about it. You know, when I'm making an episode of MSG, the worst thing is that there's always so many words and I have mm-hmm. to cut them down to a size that people can easily remember. Mm-hmm. And so there's more here and you can Google it if you want to. But let's skip on down to, to the next part. Sure. Next, we'll talk about some of the roles that people play in this. Um, I think in English, oh my goodness, I'm just now realizing I don't even know how to say all of these in English <laughs> because I've never played a MOBA in English. I've only played <laughs> MOBAs in Chinese. Um, but I do know the first one. The first one is tank. Yep. So your character idea is you have a lot of xie. And you're mm-hmm. really hard to kill. Maybe you don't do a lot of damage, but you're supposed to just sort of be a wall that can protect your teammates. Um, yeah. How would you say that in Chinese? Well, the one I like is Rou Dun. <laughs> yeah, Rou Dun. Well, what does that mean right? uh, literally? Literally meat shield. It is just flesh or like meat. Rou is like zhu rou, nyo rou, ji rou is like, you know, pork. And then nyo rou is like beef. And then ji rou is chicken. So that's the same row. Yeah. And then doing the shield. So, like, your job as a tank is like, I'm a meat shield. Yeah. Like, so you're talking like, you know, Dr. Mundo style people where you're just like, you're just a bag of, a bag of shit. <laughs> a bag of shit. Yeah. And, and I love this row doing. But when you mentioned that to me, I hadn't even heard it before because the one I always heard was tanke, mm-hmm. sort of as a transliteration of tank. Yeah. But I, I got to say, row doing is, is much better. I just think it's funny because you're just like, the, the picture of it because <laughs> we we do say meat shields in english but mm-hmm. somehow real doing feels more visual feels more vivid to me <laughs> next uh let's go over to ah this one i do know in english it's the magical person it's the caster 
mm-hmm. or a mage mm-hmm. or something like that. What do you call that role in these teams? That one's usually called the fa shi,、mm. right? Fa shi.、Mm-hmm. Fa is like this one is used in like fa shu, so like magic.、Mm-hmm. So it takes the first word of that, and then shi is like teacher. Or like master,、mm. so this is like magical master. Slap together, you get mage. Hmm. Faster. Yeah, faster is always funny to me because I always get it mixed up with faquan, which is just a judge.、Mm-hmm. And in that case, the fa isn't mofa with magic; it's falu, which is law. Yep. So I can never remember which one is a mage and which one is a <laughs> judge. In my defense, they both have robes. Yes. Yes. Both traditionally old. Yes. Yes. Both have a wand. Yes. Even though the judge's wand is more of a mallet, I think it still counts. But anyway, Fa Shi is a magical person, magic master, and Fa Guan is a judge. Very important. So that's Fa Shi.、Mm-hmm. Next, we have this one is Ci Ke, and I don't know how to say this in、mm-hmm. English. But what is a Ci Ke? Ci Ke is assassin, and it's actually like a legitimate term.、Hmm. So if you watch a lot of like other TV like C drama shows and everything, particularly like the period dramas or like the palace dramas, sometimes you'll hear the guards go like "Yo, Tsuka, Yo, Tsuka!" Like they're just screaming like "There's an assassin! There's an assassin!"、Mm. And the translation of Tsuka Tsu is to stab, and Ka is like a person. Like it's just like another <laughs> character for a person. Like. Except it's like a guest, right?、Mm. I guess like so when you have guests over, you say "yo kuren," "jari yo kuren," like they have guests in my house. So like a stabby guest, a stabby guest. <laughs> I'm gonna think about this forever. That's my new favorite word. I'm not sure if "ka" always has the the meaning of guest because I'm thinking about the word that we talked about in our episode last time with Frankie Huang, "xia ke," which is something that can be used for like a. A martial arts master.、Mm-hmm. I guess sometimes it can mean guest, and sometimes it just means a dude, like a, a stabby guest or a stabby dude. So I just pulled it up on Plico.、It、gives me <laughs> two, actually three, four definitions:、uh-huh. noun as a visitor, right? Two as a traveler,、huh. right? Three traveling merchant, but that kind of lines up with traveler. Four customer. Huh. Or five, a person engaged in a particular pursuit. This is where it actually comes up. Ciku, zhengke, like a politician is called a zhengke. Really, I've never even heard of that before. Zhengke, like zhengzhike, like zhengzh, like polit, like politics. But zhengke is what they call it. I was like, huh. Yeah, and that's got to be another regional difference because I knew the word zhengke, but、mm-hmm. I guess they don't say that in in Taiwan. Do you know what they would call a politician in Taiwan? Normally, I just go with their like title, like Li Fai Yuan, like Li Fai Wei Yuan, like legislator or something like that,、mm. like general politician, Zheng Zhi Ren Yuan. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I just like political like person. Yeah. So my、uh, unexpected takeaway is there are a lot of dangerous similarities between mobas and government. You got Fa Shi and Fa Guan.、Mm-hmm. You got your judges and your wizards. You got your Ci Ke and your Zheng Ke. Your assassins、mm-hmm. and your politicians. Yep. All right, so that's Tsuka,、uh, and we have a couple more,、mm-hmm. but I think for time's sake, we should sort of jump on down. Sure.、Uh, one of them is sort of the support character, which would be the Fuzhu. Yeah, the Fuzhu, which is not—it's not. There's nothing fun about that. It、yeah. literally just means support. Support. Yeah. That's what I usually play. Hey, man, it's one of the, like the lesser pressure ones. I play that a lot too. <laughs> Look at the the Zhu Yang the Duo over here <laughs> playing some Fuzhu. To stay out of the spotlight, yeah. And、uh, one of the other important roles is the Da Ye, which is kind of interesting. Literally means 
hit wild. But yeah. <laughs> how would I understand the die So I'm, I'm trying to think where, where this might come from, right? And mm. the only phrase that I'm coming up with in my head is needs to go hunting. Mm. Right? I, I read this a lot in books is when someone says like, oh, Right, that means that they're going to go kill something in the wild, right? So I guess like that might be like going hunting. Yeah, that makes sense because that's what that character does. They're supposed to go kill the the extra monsters in the jungle to get more points for more fun. Yeah, but I didn't know that it was part of a of a longer phrase. Die wait, I've never heard that before. That's like an older phrase. You definitely see that a lot in wuxia. I guess I am not a man of culture. I got to up my game. All right, so those are some of the roles that you might hear people talk about. Mm -hmm. And last, let's jump into some of these League of Legends character names. And I'm just going to let you take it away for this, because (laughs) I'm very unfamiliar with League of Legends. So I think like the the couples that I saw that were really, really funny, Mm -hmm. one was uh, Leona. Leona is just like, like when I looked up the names, it was like, I was like, so they don't call Leona, they just call her like, woman tank. (laughs) <laughs> like that is like her job and that is like her role and she's just like Nuiti or like teenagers is like okay I, I guess that's a quick way to say it other than like using her full name which is probably like three characters the Ona or something mm. they would probably just be like Nuiti and when you're saying Nuiti you're saying Nu is 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 woman or female and T is that's the English letter T right yeah yeah or Nuitan like they'll, ah. they'll probably do that as well yeah so right. tan or the letter T to stand in for tank or tank. Yeah. Tank, yeah. Yeah. Another one that uh is interesting is Soraka is called Naima. <laughs> which is um <laughs> how do you say milk mother, aka you know, like oh, good Lord. nanny. And this is also used in like a lot of MMOs. Hmm. Naima, like the healer role is always called Naima. And if you play um some other like mobile games, they'll be like if there's like healer role, they'll also call it like whatever nai, right? Mm. Remember I mentioned Busie. There's also gay nai, which is heal. Ah. Like give them milk is also heal, which is something that I learned. I was like, okay, all right. <laughs> so yeah, so like uh, you mentioned before, Busie is to supplement the blood or to return some blood, mm-hmm. and also gay nai, literally give milk, mm-hmm. means the same thing. Yep. Wow. So in uh, other shows, they'll be like nai ta. Oh, so you're using milk like a verb? Yeah, yeah. Like you could say like naiwo or like naita. It's like heal me or heal them. Wow. You know, in that phrase that that's also used in game terms. Huh. But you can't say like shuwo or shueta. I haven't heard that one, but I've definitely seen naita or naiwo in like games before. That's fascinating. Yeah. So so far, these two characters that we have, um, they're both women, and their entire personality is sort of rebuilt around the, the their femininity. Yeah. I just got to talk about my favorite one because I've been dying to talk about this one. Yeah. Is if you play League of Legends, there's a character called Yasuo. Hmm. Yasuo on your team is always bad and is <laughs> awful and is too <laughs> duyo. Yasuo on the enemy team is always going to pentakill you. Hmm. All right. So given this, there's now two nicknames for him that appeared when I looked it up. One is a Taiwanese slang called Yaoshu or Yaosho. In other words, this is like a swear, which is like, oh, my life, like, has shortened. Like, literally, like, the translation is, so is to shorten my life. Can I swear? Because it basically just means, f*** me. Right? Like, or, oh, shit. Like, when you say it, 
the first time I, I came across this term was my aunt was looking at the news and the stock markets crash and she let this slip and I was like, huh? And then I went to ask my mom, like, Ma, Yaoshu Shemis, like, what does Yaoshu mean? Mm-hmm. And she's like, where'd you hear that? <laughs> and I told her and I was like, it was my aunt said it. And she was like, she's like, your aunt's teaching you bad words. Don't look, don't use that again. Right? <laughs> so like, Yaoshu is Yasuo. So you can hear like the, the name similarity there. Yeah. So if you have a really bad Yasu, it's just like Yaoshu. It's like, great, great. All right, we're going to die. And the other one is Yasu, which is like Jesus, right? So if you get huh. a good Yasu and he's just going to pentakill everyone, like he's coming to save you. Like this hmm. dude's going to carry. Wow. All right. So those are our three topics. We have some words that are commonly used in games as well as in real life. We have some of the roles for a MOBA and we have some of the character names. I'm going to quiz you <laughs> on these to see if you remembered them all. Do you think you're up to it? I'll try. All right. Let's see. Give me two different ways to talk about giving someone some HP back. Oh, uh, we had Bushie. Mm. And my favorite one is Gainai. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Give me milk. Give me milk. Okay. If you feel like your teammates are completely worthless, even more worthless, shall I say, than livestock, <laughs> what could you call them? Nice. Excellent. Uh, If there is someone who is big and burly and can just sort of take all of the damage and protect other people behind them, what would you call this person? I would call them my Rodun. My Michu. My personal Rodun. Save me. (laughs) Yes. If something is either overly expensive or if something is painful and will harm you and you really want to avoid, what can you call that thing? It's very whole. Very pit. If you have a great weekend and you feel very rested and ready to take on the world, you feel like you Yeah, revived with full HP. Revived full health. Nice. Yeah, I think uh, if I omit the profanity... I think those are all the important words that that we can review. So thank you again for talking to me about all these. It's been really fun for me to sort of walk down memory lane in terms of of gaming terminology. And uh, once again, if people are as enchanted by this as I am, where can they find you online? You can find me on Twitter at orangepeelpanda, one word. On Saturdays, I'll stream some games in Chinese if you're interested in hopping by. Uh, Twitch is also Orange Peel Panda. Nice. Well, thank you so much. Thank you very much. That's all the MSG we have for you today. If you want more, or if you want some flashcards, follow us on Twitter at MSG Mandarin, or on Facebook and WeChat as MSG Podcast, all one word. Thanks again to Johnny for being on the show. And again, if you want to catch his tweets or streams, jump on Twitch or Twitter and look for Orange Peel Panda. A very special thank you this week goes out to Stabby Guests. Stabby Guests. You may not be a correct translation of Tsuke, but you're my favorite translation of Tsuke. And last but not least, thank you to you, the listener, for listening. I love it when you listen to this podcast. New episode in two weeks, but for now, 再见, 再会, 再聊. Bye-bye.
think we covered everything. That was good. That was quite good. I, I have some genuine podcasting laughing happening there. 